I'm Shakir Shanae. And I'm Marielle. And you're listening to the Undip Podcast. Oh, and did we mention we're best friends? We started this podcast because in our friendship, we like to keep it real and unapologetic. And on this podcast, we bring on amazing women who like to do the same. Join us as we hear from inspiring CEOs. We talk about fitness, relationships, and everything in between. You ready to get Undip? I'm ready. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unzip Podcast. We are your host, Shakira Shanae. And Mary Ellen. And on today's episode, we are bringing back Unzip Letters. Yes, our favorites. We love Unzip Letters. We love hearing from you guys. And we asked on Instagram, what did you guys want us to, um, what letters did you guys want us to read this week? And you guys said beauty edition so we're going to be doing a beauty edition unzip letters but first mary's got a story for y'all i have a story like when i tell you when they say you don't know what 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 life brings you i had surgery so it was an unexpected surgery i um had something called cellulitis which i've never heard of i'm thinking of cellulite when i hear the word cellulitis (laughs) But it has nothing to do with it. It's actually like a skin um, bacteria infection that grows under the skin and causes necrosis of the skin or neurosis or whatever of the skin, which um, is pretty. Shakira, I've seen the pictures. It is not pretty no, at all. No, it is not. No. When and you then, said very graphic, I was like, oh, please. I watched Grey's Anatomy. And then when I saw that, I was like, shit. I actually have another picture of looking at it, and you can actually see the tissue in the bone. I didn't show you that one. Oh, send that. Even worse. But back to my story, like, I started having leg pain, like, over the weekend, maybe, like, Thursday or Friday prior. And I'm thinking, did I, like, hit my leg, or maybe something bit me, or I'm not sure. I didn't know what happened. But me being me, trying to do team too much, ignored it. Sunday, it got bad to a point where I was like, I'm going to go to hospital. And I'm not a hospital person. Waited in the ER for about three hours, got impatient and decided to go home. I woke up the next day and girl, when I tell you, I put my foot on the ground and I was like, I cannot walk. So when I went to the ER, they looked at it and they said, we're admitting you. And I'm like, what do you mean admitting me? Like, oh, no, we're taking you to, to a room. And they explained to me that, you know, what was going on and that they did a scan and that my leg was infected. My entire leg from my knee on down to my foot was infected and that um, I had to have surgery. And they said if I waited any longer, I could have a, uh, I could have had my leg amputated because it would have killed all the tissue in the leg or I could have became septic and becoming septic in if your body, if anyone who doesn't know what septic is, is like where your blood becomes infected and then that can cause death. So needless to say, it was a huge, huge, huge shocker to me because now I'm like, put on bed rest. You would think I just had a baby or, you know, a tummy tuck or something. <laughs> I wish that would have been better. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's very serious. So I know we talked about it. I went live 
that, you know, don't ignore your body. I'm not saying become a hypochondriac, but don't be like, you know, oh, this is something little because if it's painful or if you have a symptom or a sign, I'm just grateful that I did go to the ER because my story could have been a lot different today if I didn't. I know. I mean, when you call me, it was like, I mean, I, we talk every single day, like every hour, if that, and I didn't hear from you. And I'm like, okay, I have not heard from Mary for almost a day. I'm like, something is up. Like, that's just weird. So I'm like, she's either in a ditch somewhere or she lost her phone. Damn, in the ditch. <laughs> I'm like, where is she? And when I finally found out that you were in the emergency room, I was like, what? And you said, oh, my leg. And I'm like, okay, your leg. Okay. So, all right, it's swollen. Okay. So more than likely they're going to give her some, some type of, you know, some type of medicine to, or some type of, you know, something to get, get the swelling down. That's like the most that I was thinking. Yeah. Then when I really got to talk to you and you were like, yeah, they're thinking about surgery. I was like, how did, how did, you know, a leg pain go from just swelling to surgery? And then when you confirmed, it's like, yeah, for sure, I'm gonna have to go. It was like, everything was happening so fast. Yeah. And I just can't even imagine what that could have been like for you. But everything was happening so fast. And I was just like telling my family, like, yeah, you know, um, they kept asking, a, I'm like, we had a photo shoot. Yeah, plan. we had a photo shoot plan. We had, you know, so many things planned. And I was just like, oh my gosh. I mean, I couldn't, I didn't care about the, the shoot and everything. Of course. I just, I just was like, Man, we all, I mean, talking about my whole family, I was like, I have been having some knee pain that I need to go check out. And my oh, mom, gosh. <laughs> my mom literally was like, started getting all upset. About, like, my doctor needs to be paying more attention because I told her that my ankle's been hurting. Oh. And, and I was like, mom, I'm like, we're all okay. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It's so true. You know, self-care, we talk about it all the time. But it's so important. And I think as women we are we are always on go whether and we're we're aware or not yeah and it's like sometimes we just ignore it so we can keep moving but it's it's so important to get checked up and and make sure that we're taking care of our bodies because anything could happen and too it, it was a reminder to me that not to take not to think take things for granted because it's like right now, it's like, you know how hard it is for us to get to the gym sometime, how hard it is for us to just do things. So now it's like, it's a reminder and it kind of humbled me because I was watching a show and the, and the guy, he was a CEO. He wake up in the morning at four o'clock in the morning, he goes running. And that's all I've been thinking about. Like I took myself for granted or my abilities for grant for granted, because sometimes God has to really, really, really put you down and say, this is where you can stay so that's been one of the biggest lessons to me because you know just going to the bathroom or going up and down the stairs I have to have help it's yeah Yeah. it's it's for real and it's like the small things that I took for granted it's like I feel like I'm going to be so much more grateful for because it's, it's 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 been a test for me so needless to say for me every test that I go through I always like to say I try to come out it as a testimony to somebody else or even myself you know, where I'm like, okay, this happened to me and it happened for this reason. It's going to make me stronger. So when I get out of this, then I can look back and say, hey, 
two or three weeks ago, you couldn't even do this. Yeah, so absolutely. It's been something, but yes, I'm grateful. I'm good. I'm alive. I'm in recovery. And I appreciate everybody, the text messages and the, you know, getting online, sending us message. I'm super grateful for our squad and our friends. So, you know, I'll leave You'll be that back. Day. You'll be back at it sooner than you know. It will be popping champagne. <laughs> popping champagne, popping bottles, better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> but... Thankfully, we're back on. I know we missed an episode last week, but we're back and we're so excited to bring back Unzipped Letters. So let's get unzipped. Let's do it. Let's get unzipped. So on today's episode, we are super excited to bring back Unzipped Letters Beauty Edition. So I'm going to go ahead and read the first letter. And this was, it's anonymous, but dear unzipped letters, this time they said unzipped letters, which I thought was cute. Oh, cute. Yes. It says, one of my best girlfriends wear the wrong foundation color. What should I say? I've tried to hint around in many ways. I've even asked her what is her favorite brand and purchased it, purchased the right shade that I thought she was. She was happy about the gift, needless to say, because it was a NARS foundation, but she went and exchanged it for the same color. Since we're out together, and of course, we're selfie queens, people comment and say, why don't you tell her? What should I do? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow, what? Mary, you just came out the, came out the game swinging with this first letter. Listen, I had to pick the best one because we got a lot of letters. That is such a... Um... I would just, I would just say it, you know, but I, I'm a blunt friend. Like I keep it all the way 100 all the time to the point where sometimes my sister's like, you can't be saying that stuff. And I'm like, yes, because the friends that I choose to have in my life, they know that I'm like this. So I would literally just, I would take a selfie, you know, like you guys always do. And I would say, look, this shade is not the right shade for you. Like, I think it's too, you know, orange or, or too light or, you know, whatever. And I think that you should try another shade. Like, let's go to the mall together tomorrow and let's try another shade and let's just see what you think. If she just continues to feel like that's her way, then you just got to let it be. You know what I mean? If that's how she wants to be, but at least try, like say something. Cause there's going to be, it's going to be some time that passes and she's going to pull them pictures up one day and be like, why you had me looking like that? Right. Cause honesty is the best policy when it comes to friendships. Absolutely. Like if that's your friend, like just keep it real and let her know, like this is not the right shade. I mean, I, I agree. I would <laughs> even be like, I tried to get you the NAR shade and you <laughs> returned it. <laughs> but she said she was happy about it, but then exchanged it. You know, I don't know. For me, it's of course, because I, I tell you all the time, if we're out and I'm, before we even leave, sometimes I'll have a picture be like, girl, how does this look? Like, yeah. does this look good? Because I feel like I know that you'll be honest with me, vice versa. Like, you know, I don't want to push the envelope too much. Um, you know, we have that type of friendship. So a, I would say to the girl, you know, you guys are friends, you hang out, but what is the, um, I would say the dynamics of your relationship, but if you hanging out and doing selfies, obviously you should be able to talk to your girlfriend B. I would want to know, um, 
to make sure the person doesn't have a complex because some people have a complex and yeah. you know, you and I have been in the beauty industry for years and you have a woman come in and I'm not going to say a certain ethnicity or, or, but you know, some of these women come in and they be like, they want to NC 35. If you have anybody these Mac before they know what NC 35 is and they know they're like an NW 50 yeah. and they'll ask for it. And there's nothing you could do to change their mind and it's certain certain ethnic groups that always come in they want to be a different shade yeah um, yeah so so if she's one of those type of people i mean i wouldn't bother because she obviously has a complex but if she's my girl and she got the wrong shade like you know girl you know your foundation is showing too much flashback you know let's let's get it together if she's not a makeup artist especially too like if she is getting made fun of and you know it you know what i mean like exactly. if people are commenting and saying stuff about her and it's like you feel you feel sad about that i would definitely say something because at the end of the day i always say like your friends are a reflection of who you are Absolutely. and so you want i'm the type of friend that when i go out with my girls like i want us all to look good i'm not the friend that's like i gotta look good and they can be all right like no i'm like we all want we all have to look good and the crew absolutely yeah so it's like i'm the first one to be like uh-uh like that is not you at your best like i want to mm-hmm. see you at your best and so but everybody's not like that and everybody doesn't like to take that type of you know there's some friends y'all could be best friends but they just don't want to hear they don't want to hear that so i wish you luck I wish you luck. And does Sephora start, do, do they sample at all still? I think or Sephora samples still, I think. But that's another thing that I was going to mention. Like, you know, now with COVID, like with Ulta and Sephora's, you can't even try on foundations anymore. Yeah. Which sucks. It's so hard because most people don't know how to pick the right shade. So this is not like a, this is every not the woman best knows time. how to do it. You know what I mean? So it yeah. sucks. I know at Sephora, they, like, I think put the shade on, like, um, like a clear glass thing and put it up to your face so you can kind of mm. see it, whereas also it's almost like a pick and grab. Right, you know, it's like eyeball it. If it doesn't work, then bring exactly. it back. Exactly. So it's kind of difficult right now, but that's no excuse. Or if you know how to do makeup, everyone doesn't know how to do makeup, I think, because we're both makeup artists, we think everybody knows how to do makeup. I would say one day, if you guys are going out, I would say purchase her shade for her and do her makeup and see if she likes it. Like, oh my God, you look so flawless in these pictures. And then maybe she'll want to jump to the new foundation shade. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's a good idea. Friend, learn how to do makeup and do her makeup and get her the right damn shade. Yes. On to the next question. All right, Good next luck. letter. So my question is about skincare. There is so much out there and I get so overwhelmed when I walk into Ulta or Sephora. I currently use a cleanser, of course, but how many steps do I really need and what kind of products do I pick for my skin? My main concern is blemishes. I'm in my 30s and all of a sudden I have acne, so I'm just at a loss. Please pick, please help me pick. No, p- sorry, please pick my question because I need major help, sis. So, mm. so that adult acne is a bitch. That adult acne is a bitch. And, you know, first of all, sorry, because I know that has to be like, you know, 
something that bothers you to have a dull acne. But there is hope. There's a lot of great products out there for you to try. I'm a skincare fanatic, skincare junkie. I'm about to be 40 this year and I'm embracing it because I believe skincare and hydration cures all things cosmetically. I would say, first of all, go and try to find, I would say go to and also Sephora, and they are not paying us for this ad, Hint, by the way. I would right. Say go, right. Go into alternate Sephora. And first of all, have a budget of what you want to spend. I will say that um, when it comes to skincare, just because it's expensive does not mean it's going to work. But also, you get what you pay for. So I would go into store and I would try to talk to different people that work in the store, not necessarily a brand rep, but if a brand rep is, find out what that brand rep offers. Um, I would say you definitely need a good cleanser. If your skin is oily, you want to get something that's oil-free, that's, you know, a good cleanser that foams. Um, if you're dry, you still can get a good cleanser that'll give you some hydration and won't strip the oils. Because oils, a lot of times when people have acne, it's because um, they're not using a moisturizer as well. And one thing about acne is that um, oil... Oil cancels out oils, so you want hydration because when you don't, your sebaceous glands go into overdrive and it produces more oil, which causes mm -hmm. acne. Right. So make sure you have a good cleanser. Make sure you get a, a toner or something that balances the pH level, something with a little bit of salicylic acid in it or a little bit of alpha hydroxy acid or beta, some type of beta hydroxy acid, something that's going to help tone the skin and then a good moisturizer and then find a treatment product. So I believe in skincare and systems. I believe in treatment products. If you're over the age of 30, you need to be using retinol, retin-A. You need to be using AHA. You need to use something for your skin. So um, some of our favorite brands that we love, um, you know, I'm not just a one brand type of person. For my skincare, I got a little bit of Drunk Elephant. I got a little bit of Caudalie. I got a little bit of, you know, um, just from different brands, Murad. So I would say, you know, find a brand, start off with a cleanser, some type of toner, moisturizer, and then some type of acne product. Ask questions, do your research, go online. You can go on Amazon and get reviews. You can go into Sephora.com. Sephora is a great place that has those reviews and see what people use. And start off with a travel size kit that lasts, for, I would say, for at least six weeks to give yourself a chance for that acne to kind of like, the products to work, but it, there's no one size fit all. I would say, you know, do your research and do the process of elim elimination to see what works for your skin. And, I, and then two, sorry to cut you off, but two, when you go in the store, if, if there is a brand rep in, let's say from Dermalogical or Peter Thomas Roth, and they're telling you about their product, ask them what, tell them your, your concerns and then let them know what is your best product for acne. Is this a treatment product or is this a cleanser or, you know, is your line known for anti-aging? Because I feel like every line has its specialty product. You know, mm -hmm. and maybe so you true. purchase, yeah, maybe you purchase, you know, if you love the essence from Caudalie because that's their thing, then then purchase that. If you go to Peter Thomas Roth and they have a really good cleanser for acne, purchase that. But then you can go to another brand and buy a good moisturizer. I'm not one into those step systems like those Clinique one, two, three, and I would never recommend someone just to buy a full system. I totally agree with you. And to know that 
adult acne is so normal. It's more normal than not normal. I know, you know, a few years ago, that was just like, no one was ever coming in for, you know, adult acne. And then all of a sudden it just, you know, everybody has adult acne and it's okay. Like it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. However, you definitely want to make sure that you can get a hold on it. Um, a lot of the times acne and dullness and all of that comes from, you know, free radical damage. So that is our phones. That's, you know, just being outside. If you smoke, if, um, you know, it can be anything pollution, if you're in a high polluted area. So if you had a change in scenery recently, um, that can cause adult acne, you know, making sure you change your pillowcase often, making sure if your hair, um, isn't washed and it's all in your face if your phone i mean especially with these masks now the mask so much acne it's like crazy i'm not one to get acne and the mask like once i get a pimple on my chin i'm like these damn masks so make sure that you are washing your mask often or doing just the mask that you can throw away right after you use it but again with the systems like I too am not like a one brand fits all. I think it is super okay for you to have a cleanser over here, have a moisturizer over there, have a toner over there. Um, but I think what is really important that you make sure that you're using products that has a, a certain solution. Okay. So for, what I'm basically saying is like, don't just grab a random cleanser and it actually is, does nothing like for your skin, you know what I'm saying? Or just like a mm -hmm. daytime moisturizer that doesn't do anything. Like Mary was saying, definitely do your research and do, you, you know, make sure that you're using a, um, like an oil-free moisturizer, a salicylic moisturizer, something that is meant for acne, something that is meant to exfoliate your skin. So definitely do research because it's, the information is out there. Um, also, I know clean skin has been a huge thing for the past couple of years. And um, with the Korean beauty, they love doing this seven-step process. You don't have to do a seven-step process. Every now and then, I like to do like a little spa day and I'll go ham. I will bust out a seven-step process. But right. I'm not doing that every night. Um, you know, so don't get overwhelmed by thinking you lot, you need a lot of steps. Again, I agree with Mary, a cleanser, a moisturizer, a toner is perfect. And a treatment product, you yeah. know, a treatment product. Perfect. Eye cream. Once you get in your thirties, hello, you need eye cream because you'll just one day wake up and be like, what the hell happened? Exactly. You know what I mean? So definitely make sure you have an eye cream. Um, and I was going to say one more thing. I totally forgot. Um, I would say be consistent. Oh, yeah, definitely be consistent. But what I also was going to add on to that <clears throat> is one of my favorite things to do with my skin, and I feel like it has worked, and I've been doing this for years, is I always, at least one day a week, I like to give my skin like a shock by doing something. So if you're using the same cleanser, toner, moisturizer every single day, your skin eventually will become dormant and be used to what you're using. And you might find that you start breaking out again or whatever. So... I would do like on a Wednesday or on a Sunday, I'll do a peel. Dr. Dennis Gross peels are amazing. Amazing. You will not go wrong with that. Um, or a mask or use some type of, 
I don't know, some type of um, device or something that just kind of gives your skin a shock to kind of wake it up. Because if you're doing the same thing, just like going to the gym, you do the same exercise every time you go, you're, you won't get sore anymore. You won't see a change anymore. So you got to do something that jolts your skin to make sure you're like, okay, I'm here, I'm here. And then you can go back to your routine. So I love that. doing that too. I love that. I love to do something that, you know, you said, you know, shocks your skin. I like to feel that my skin is like burning or tingling. I'm yeah, like, okay. Like the baby facial. The baby facial wow. is both of our hands down favorite product that we both like obsessed with. And it's something we don't do every day. Like, once a week, but your skin feels like a baby's ass after you finish it, after you cleanse it, because it's going to burn like hell. But then yeah. when you take it off, it's like all those layers of skin is gone. It doesn't actually burn me too much anymore. But um, at first, the first time I used it, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was texting my friends, like, is this okay? Like, why is my face feeling like that? Because, yeah, you know, when you're used to trying different products, your skin may not be overly sensitive to them, but it was tingling. But after, I mean, after a couple times of using it and, you know, them being like, oh, it's okay. Now I'm like, I look forward to it. You know, okay. you just, you just gotta do, you gotta try different things to, to kind of give your skin that jolt. But, um, but yeah. Good luck. And, and, and then to know that once you got your acne under control, um, you're not going to continue to use the same type of products for acne, you know, so you can't use, you can't keep using the salicylic acid, Hope not to confuse the person, but that's just the treatment for that point of time. Then you move on to whatever the next, you know, whether it's your maintenance stage or whatever, totally you know, agree. but research, research, research. For sure. And, so, and, and skin is an investment, ladies. Like, just like you spend money on your hair, you spend money on your clothes, your red bottoms, your Jimmy Choo's. Don't be afraid to drop a couple hundred dollars on skincare. You know, it's a necessity, not a luxury. All right, so moving right along to the next question. Dear Shakira and Mary, I love your show, by the way. I'm a very polished woman, and I love to be flawless and beat my face. I'm recently dating a guy, and when we met, I had a full face of makeup. He loves me. We're in love. He's a great guy, but now he's complaining about my makeup. He wants me to tone it down and always have, have an issue. I'm on the fence of changing just because he's a good man. He's perfect in all ways, but I feel like I can't be me. What should I do help? <laughs> <laughs> if we are zooming, if people could see your face right now, what are you going to say? Is that a big one? Don't we hear that a lot in the industry? Like, <sighs> oh my God. <sighs> what do you have to say? I, um, did she say this was her husband? No, she said he's basically she's saying he's a he's a good man in all other areas. And she said she met him when she had a full face on. She's flawless. She's polished. She like a full face, kind of like how we do. We want to be polished. But now he's starting to complain that she has too much makeup on and she's on the fence. Should she change and tone it down? No. Or what should she do? She shouldn't do a damn thing. So my thing is, OK, let me relax. 
<laughs> yes. Take a deep, take a deep breath. Cause it sounds personal. Take a deep breath. <laughs> I know no. every lady that's listening to this probably has experienced this or may experience this. So what, I, here is my thing. Here he hit it. Here he, here he. <laughs> my right. thing is you should not change a thing. If that is who you are, if that's what you love to do, then that's just who you are. And he should accept you that way. I mean, that's how he met you. It's not like he met you without makeup and then all of a sudden you just started rocking a full face. Um, I think it's okay for a man that you would to say, I love you, your natural beauty. I love when, you know, we're just at home chilling and you got no makeup on. That's great. But to say, like, I don't want you to wear makeup like that. Like, I don't like that. And I was literally just having a discussion, more like a debate, last night about something like this because I was saying and this may be throwing this all the way left but lady y'all gonna feel me on this I was saying it's so crazy to me how men that you're with will tell you that they don't want you to do something or look a certain way yet so that's what they they go look for yeah it's so crazy because he was attracted to you when you had a full face and makeup on yeah but now he's telling you that he doesn't like it and so I don't know. I think that's something that you should really think about, but I definitely don't think that's something that you should change unless you do not like wearing makeup and you're like, great, I found someone that doesn't even care for it and now I don't have to do it. But if it's something that you truly love to do and love to wear and that's just who you are, then that's just who you are. And he either will be on this ride with you or he won't. Absolutely well said. I agree with you 100%, uh, especially you know, being in the beauty industry and, you know, recently, you know, was in store able to, to do women makeup. I, I can count on many, 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 many hands of how many times I have, you know, did a makeover on a woman and she absolutely loved it. But then would say the words, the dreadful words of, let me see if my husband think that, that this is okay. My first response would be how do you feel about it how do you like it and I feel like as women I feel like yes you want to be pleasing but a he's not your husband if it's your husband you know then that's a different story because you know I still believe you should be who you want to be you should have your identity but if it's your husband and I feel like you know that's something that you have to have a conversation about and it, it could be a compromise like look you know this is what I like you know, I'm not telling you how to get your hair cut. I'm not telling you that you need to wear plaid t-shirts that button down. Um, you know, I think that's a conversation, but if it's a boyfriend and you're dating him and you're thinking about getting married and he's the one, that's something that you, you need to be who you are. And if he was attracted to you when you were flawless and in full face, then that's something that I don't feel like you should change. Um, not for a boyfriend, Exactly. And I feel like even for a husband, if a man really, really loves you, um, and it's nothing wrong with if he's saying like, tone it, like tone it down a little bit, like maybe if, you know, what he likes, because I feel like men, you know, they have, you know, they could say what they like, but I've also found that the same men will be in the store with their wives as they get in their makeup done. And the man is staring us down, all the women that got flawless faces. It happens so much. So you know, I don't, I wouldn't say change who you are for, for a boyfriend. You know, I would say, do you, do you do what makes you happy and 
live in your own truth. And if, if you have to put your damn concealer on, because I'd be damned if I leave out my house without my shade tape on or my mascara. <laughs> or if I'm even going to the grocery store, my man already know. Let me put my face on real quick. And I don't have to do a full face, but I wanna I wanna feel polished. I wanna I wanna feel like this is something that makes me happy, you know? And right. it's just it's just fucking makeup. I wouldn't say, no, you can't put on cologne, you know? I just don't. I mean, I can understand if, like, it's something I can understand if it was, like, okay, the makeup is, like, insane. You know, you have some women that's just, like, right, they're wearing Mimi from that show, Drew Carey, where she had the awful makeup on. Right. But the thing is, he met you when you were wearing a lot of makeup or a full face and was attracted to you. So, and I'm not sensing that, that this girl's wearing like a shit ton of makeup and looking crazy or else he wouldn't have been attracted to that. Right. Um, so, and like you said, we hear it so much like, Oh, you know, he wants this or he wants that. And it's like, like I've literally had women be like, I really like this color, but I'm sure he's gonna want me to get this color, so I'll do this color lipstick. And I'm like, the hell? I mean, I I don't mind as a woman, you know, like doing what I feel like would be pleasing to my man too. Like if I know he likes a dark aubergine lipstick when we go out, I want to buy the fucking dark aubergine to be make him happy. But if I also want to buy the coral or the pastel, I'm still going to buy that too because it's something that I like. So we're not just saying, right. you know, go against the grain, but to change and to tone it down just to make him happy. Then once you do that, he's going to find something else. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. I think you have your days. You don't completely say, I'm just going to change the way I am. But you may have days where, you know, today I'm not wearing any makeup. Tomorrow I got a full face on. The next day I'm in between. Like, you know, you mix it up because I'm sure everybody, every man wants a a mix up situation, but don't change who you are completely. That's just, I'm not, that's just, that's just a no go. Hopefully you you can take that advice. Take it from, I was reading in an article where um, Kanye, you know, now that they're getting divorced, um, that Kanye had said something to Kim about what she was wearing. I think it was too provocative or revealing. And he told her, you know, maybe she shouldn't wear that, that is too revealing. And, you know, it was a big thing because she felt like this is what, you know, this is basically how she got her, her, you know, her claim to fame was her body. And he met her that way. Um, And then too, I don't know if you've seen too, not to jump around subjects. I think it was Gucci Mane and his wife, Keisha Kaor. She wore this like see-through kind of diamond things and it showed her nipples it showed her i don't know if we could say pussy or not on here with with it be, but she showed everything <laughs> you said i don't want apple to flag <laughs> we'll mark it explicit it's always but explicit. anywho anywho it was going on in a group that i'm a part of a facebook and it was asking fellas is this acceptable for your woman to wear this and um, I was just, you know, us, we like to read the response, like what they're saying. And a lot of men was just saying, well, if my woman's with me, that's fine. But a lot of men were like, I don't want to put on, you know, I don't want to show the world my woman or my wife. So I just, honestly, I just kind of depend, it depends on um, 
the person. But my whole point is how you meet a person is who they are. And I don't think you should change. Like they say, you can't turn a hole into a housewife. I'm a true believer of that. So however you are, be who you are and marry someone who accepts you of who you are, period. A hundred percent. Or date someone because you, you're going to end up miserable, period. A hundred percent. So that's all I got to say about that. Let us know how it goes. Right. <laughs> okay, our last letter. I'm so excited, the beauty edition. Um, I'm so excited about the Unzip Letters beauty edition. You both always look amazing and do your makeup so well. My question is all about my oiliness. I have no idea what foundation to use. My skin is super oily and everything slips right off by midday. I always get makeup on my man's clothes and he hates it. It's so embarrassing. I'm just stuck. Please help some please help. Summer is coming and I don't want to look greasy or lose my man over this. Oh, everybody's having man issues with makeup. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I would first of all say if you're oily, I would say before you even think about the foundation, obviously skincare is important, but I would say you have a really, really good primer. And if you don't know what a primer is, a primer is something that you put on your skin after you do your moisturizer, and it's an, an invisible barrier to keep your makeup on all day. There's different types of primers, so I recommend that you have a primer that helps control oiliness, not just T-zone oiliness, but oiliness all over. So a primer is key, and then find you a foundation that is oil-free, and that is has um, stain power. Um, you know, call me a makeup snob. I'm pretty sure you'll call Sha Shakira makeup snob as well, but invest in a good foundation and a good foundation is going to cost you over, over $30 on up to 50 or $60 and sometime even more. So invest in a good oil-free foundation. And I'm all about, um, setting sprays. Um, yes. you know, so make sure you have a good setting spray. Makeup is makeup. Um, I try my hardest when I kiss my man, but sometimes I'd be like, damn, his face turns a different color because of my foundation is on his face. And I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, I mean, that comes with the territory. Just give him a makeup white and tell him to keep going and just not brush your face on his shirt. But a setting spray and a primer is like probably key to controlling oiliness and it helps the longevity of your makeup. I love that. You know, I'm oily as shit. Yes, yes. I am oily. so oily. Um, and so I feel your pain because it is so hard, especially during summer, because it can get very greasy. But I agree with everything Mary said. A primer is so important. The moisturizer that you use in the morning is so important. Um, and a setting spray. So it's literally like you got to prep do the thing and then seal it all at the end. Um, and so making sure that you use like a matte moisturizer, uh, making sure that you use a mattifying primer, making sure that your foundation is an oil-free mattifying foundation. Like matte is my favorite word. You are matte you know, queen. I am the matte, matte queen. queen. Um, yes. And what I love about doing everything matte is that you can bring the glow back. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be like, like flat face, you can add your highlighter and, you know, different things that gives you that glow back. Um, but you want it to be controlled because you know, you're oily. And so making sure that after you do for your foundation, you add a powder, 
and then you add a spray. It might feel like it's a lot of work, but I'll tell you, you will take a long time to age and that is what you want. You don't want yes. your skin to feel dry all the time. So for my ladies on the dry end, making sure you moisturize so that you don't show signs of aging too fast. But yeah, like it's all about the steps when you're oily and it just, it might take a lot more work. You can't have so much fun with the tinted moisturizers and things like that because of, you know, it's, it, you're going to feel oily. So just making sure you're picking the right stuff. Um, I understand the getting the makeup on your man stuff. I used to like, hey, I said, please don't wear a white shirt because I just can't promise that it's not going to be all over your shirt. So that, you know, that's normal though. It's just, it's not like if you were, you know, had drier skin, like you wouldn't get makeup on your man. I mean, that's just normal. You wear makeup. So just, you know, try not to, you know, be a little bit more cautious, but doing the steps will definitely help. Yeah. And keep it, keep in mind, I would never forget when I was getting my hair done one day and the hairstylist, she was a new hairstylist and she was washing my hair and she was blow drying my hair and she was just doing all these steps. And she said, the key to a great hairstyle is in the prep work in the beginning. If you don't do a good wash, condition, treatment, blow dry, then you, your hair is not going to come out at its best. So the prep work is key. And the prep work yeah. in this situation is making sure you don't miss out on your cleanser because I mean, that cleanser, the, the steps like your skincare because I know from experience, I was like, damn, I forgot to put my primer on and my makeup will show later on, it separates. Or if I forget yeah. to put a moisturizer on, it shows. So don't skip out on the prep work. Prep work is, is key when it comes to makeup also. So true, so true. Yeah, and makeup is therapeutic for me. Like for me to do my makeup, it's like, it's a part of the experience of if I'm going somewhere, if you and I are meeting, you know, for lunch, or if we're doing a business meeting, or if I'm going out, it's the experience. I like to sit down if I'm, if I'm going out, if I'm going to work, I'll stand up. Just, it's just, it's a mental thing for me, but it's think the super more therapeutic. You, yeah. And the more you don't put too much pressure on it, I think it's the more fun that it'll be. I, I see so many times women are so um, anxious about it. They feel like they got to know so much and do so much. And it's, it's all what you want it to be. It's not meant to be something that gives you anxiety or makes you feel like you, you don't know what you're doing. It's fun. You know, it's, it's just, it's just makeup. So have fun with it. I mean, there's so many, you know, videos out there now. I mean, when I first started wearing makeup, like really doing my makeup, YouTube wasn't even like, YouTube wasn't even a thing, you know what I mean? So I was just having to figure it out. But now there's so many different YouTubers and, you know, sit and, and have fun and enjoy and try different things and, you know, and don't, don't make it be such a, don't make it be such a hard topic, like make it be fun. Yeah, makeup is fun and it's, you know, it enhances beauty. So actually this, because I know we're about to finish up, but I think it would be fun to name like your top must have like five products that are your must have Shakira that you oh love God, right okay. now. Yes. And you could, it could be skincare, it could be makeup, but what is something that if I go into your makeup room or in your vanity, what would I see? That's a must five have. Five products that's a must have for me. Yes. Number one, you'll always see at least two bottles on deck. 
and that is the Estee Lauder Double Wear Foundation in yes. shade sandalwood. Yes. <laughs> it is my, I, sometimes I literally think if they get rid of this foundation, I am screwed and y'all would not get another beauty edition episode because I wouldn't have shit to say because I would literally water and get your you, the big dramming thing yes that is my number one okay so I have to have that you'll also see on deck my shape tape concealer and shade deep that concealer is still by far my number Hands one down. I've tried almost every concealer you can think and that still is my go-to never disappoint you will always see me with a Dr. Dennis Gross, uh, the peel pads. I actually need to go to and get some more because that is such a lifesaver. It's my, it's my, you know, my pop for my face once a week. It's the, the shock that my face needs. It never disappoints. Um, and that's what keeps my skin looking good and radiant. And so I love that. What's that? Three, four. Oh man, you're always going to see me with, um, geez, where do I go now from here? Cause there's so much. I know it's like, we love, so um, you're always going to see me with, um, my Kat Von D lip stain. It's a nude lip stain and it's in, um, gosh, why can't I think of the color? I can't even think of the color. But it's a lip stain from Kat it's Von D. A, yes, it's a Kat Von D nude lip stain. I can't think of the color, you guys. Sorry, I'm, we'll put it in stories. Yeah, we'll, we'll put a list up so you guys can um, And then five will be... Okay, I'm going to do six, okay? Okay. The fifth one, <laughs> I will say Laura Mercier setting powder. Okay. And the sixth one, I will say a Tarte eyeliner. Okay. Yeah. I like the double take. So I like the liquid on the other side and the pencil on the other side. So um, I have a few similar, so I'll throw it up a little bit. But I would say the first product uh, would be Shape Tape. I'm a Shape Tape fanatic. I could put Shape Tape everywhere. I think it's, since it's America's number one concealer, I think it's for a reason. I use more than one shade. I use tan, tan, deep sand. I use it to correct, highlight conceal. That's something that I, I can't live without. I would say my second product is, which I'm so sad that this company is just, you know, is no more, but I love the Becca highlighter and Prosecco pop. Oh, so good. No, is it champagne pop? Champagne or pop. Prosecco. I go between both of them. I think it's one called Prosecco or champagne pop is like my very favorite highlighter because I feel like it just gives me that luminosity without being like, oh my God, look how much highlighter she has on her skin. So that's like my second favorite product. My third favorite product, I would have to say would be, um, again, maybe because I'm a tart lover, but I've mixed it up with the Timeless Primer, the, the Timeless Smoothing Primer, because I have a lot of texture in my skin. So it's like hands down one of my very favorite products. Um, I would say, let me see, that's three. I would say number four, I would say is the bronzer. And it's an old school bronzer, but I still love it by Givenchy. I love their bronzer. I believe it's in Sun Bronze. 
I have to feel like I'm sun-kissed at all times. You do. So I want to be bronzed up. I'm like, I'm fair. I feel like I just need a tan for my Givenchy. Um, and then I would say for number five, I love the MAC um, mineralized powder. I, I love I that. Try that. It's the bomb. It gives no flashback. It minimizes pores. Um, hands down, I feel like that's one of the best powders. I do like the Laura Mercier translucent one, but I just feel like the MAC one works best for my skin. Uh, what else? You'll always find, even though I don't wear them often, you'll always find some type of lashes in my kit also. I need some type of lashes. I've been loving, um, of course, Lily Lash is my favorite, but my daughter mm. actually bought the Patrick Star Lashes, and they are actually really, really, really gorgeous. Really? Yes, they're nice. I think you'll like them, so try it. So Okay, um, yeah, I got to go check those out. Those are the bomb. But that that's my list. Besides skincare, of course, skincare, you, you know, both of our skincare is like, and we'll put up a list because we first did on, on the unzip.co, our favorite things are glam products. So I think we need to do a, a spring update. That's what we should do. And you guys look out That's a good idea. It. Yeah, we'll do a spring update and we'll put it on the website for you guys. I love Beauty Edition. Oh, me too. It's our first one, but I love it. Yeah, so if you guys have something you want us to try, contact us and we'll try it. Or send it to us. Send it to us, yeah. All right, you guys. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. All right, so until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye.